Are you feeling stuck or are you unstoppable? Are you tired of creating incremental growth in your business while really wanting to make quantum leaps? Well then welcome, you found the right place to be fed. This is Susan, the founder of Unstoppable Women in Business and this podcast is for women entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, anyone who is unwaveringly focused on finding the best path to success in their business. While you're here, you're gonna be asked to think differently to get different results, to do things that are challenging, but oh, so rewarding. So come on, let's get started. Hello, my friends, how are you doing today? It is so good to be here with you. I was uh, privileged enough this week to be speaking at a great event to an audience of entrepreneurs who were all there to learn about how to become speakers themselves. And my contribution was sharing insights about how to sell from the stage. It was a great event. I'm telling you, it was run super well by this event producer and the participants were engaged throughout the day. It was a lot of fun. Unfortunately, I was the last speaker of the day, and that can be a tough spot. I personally believe there are two spots that can be very difficult to speak in in an all-day event. The one of them is right after lunch, and the other one is the last slot of the day. So I was a little bit nervous, and I knew I really had to show up and deliver, or I'd lose their attention. Talk about like Zoom overload, right? But everything went really well. They were they were engaged, and they were asking great questions and getting some coaching from me and being very open and receptive to the ideas that I was offering up to them. And the funny thing was that even though we were talking about selling from the stage, or I was presenting on that, the conversation was bringing to light that there really isn't a big difference in the principles of selling from the stage as they are in one-on-one consults or just a traditional sales conversation. It's really not a lot different. And so that brings me to what I wanted to talk with you about today, because towards the end of my presentation, I got asked a very specific question about, you know, what is the best way to make an actual offer, either from the stage or in a one-on-one combo? And the audience really lit up. The participants were all, you know, kind of asking in a different way. It was just a really great conversation. We had hit on the part of the sales conversation where you know, universally, people are all wanting to improve. So I dove in, but as things go, when you're speaking to a group, I only had a limited time to talk about something that was deep and wide. And unfortunately, I had to go narrow and shallow. So that's what provoked me to take a bit more time today and dive deeper into this topic, because I do believe it is a pivotal moment in your conversations. And you know, it's the reason why you're talking to people, right? So you want to be good at it. So that's what we're going to do today on the episode. To set this up, I want to bring something up that I think is really interesting. And it's so funny how 
when you've got topics on your mind and you're doing a podcast, all of a sudden the universe just kind of drops things into your lap that you aren't even expecting. I was watching an interview with Ellen Pompeo, who is the lead character on Grey's Anatomy. You probably recognize that name. And um, man, she's been doing that show now for 17 years. And I believe she is one of, if not the highest paid female actress on TV today. And the person interviewing her asked her if that was a difficult position to achieve, being the highest paid actress. And she very candidly said, you bet it was. But she went on to explain her thought process as she went into her conversations with the network. And she said, you know, I have seen how much revenue Grey's Anatomy generates for one of the biggest corporations in the world. And in essence, what Ellen was saying is that it only stood to reason that as the quote-unquote star of the show, that she brought an enormous value to that production. And it would be just silly not to ask for the value in return, right? Doesn't that make sense? I mean, she she's leveraging her value, her relationship with the network, and not afraid to have that conversation and make her request from a mental perspective of the value she contributes. I loved that. You know, um, it is not easy to be out there, and especially when you've been on a show for 17 years, you know, in that network area. Um, But she stood strong and she got what she deserved because she had the right mental frame of mind around it. And that's really what I believe is the key to making a great offer. So that's where we're going to go today. We're going to dive deep into that pivotal moment in your sales conversation that is called the offer. Because I want you to think about it like this. There is just this unique choreography to this moment. It's like a tango where there's a give and a take and a smooth flow to the conversation. And ultimately, an energy that, if it's present, keeps you connected in a genuine way with the person or persons you're making the offer to. So let's break down the best way to navigate this pivotal moment. And I'm going to use a dating metaphor to paint the picture because there are just so many similarities. Do you remember the movie Ace Ventura? Jim Carrey had a line in that movie that went uh, with something like this. So the date started out great, Chuck. You know, he was alluding to the fact that it went downhill at some point after the beginning, right? And that is such a great metaphor for how a sales conversation can start out really great. You're building rapport, you're learning interesting things about each other, and yes, you're even like showing your best side or your best self to each other. But then there comes that moment where, like in a date, you have to decide if you want to take the next step with this person, like either have another date or in days before COVID, you might have leaned in for a kiss. But in a sales conversation, you come to that point where you want to talk about whether or not this person you've connected with is going to take another step further in your relationship. 
right? So the offer might be a freebie, it might be a consult, or if you're in a consult, it could be your program or product that you're offering. We're going to call this the paid offer. So there you are on the edge of that moment, right? You're right there. Paid offer, you're getting ready to make it. And I really want to invite you to put yourself there right now, right on that edge. Now, if you're in a position that you can close your eyes, do that, okay? Now, if you're not in that position, just picture in your mind the last time you were at this moment in a conversation or a presentation. Can you feel your heart just racing a little faster? Can you feel the constriction? in your chest? Did you sense a shift in energy in that moment, both in yourself and in your client? That's what they call the tell, as they would say it in a poker game. It's the moment in your mind where the call stops being about the client and shifts to becoming about you, right? Your mind is going, okay, it's time for me (laughs) to to make my offer. And that one little shift in perception is what causes the date to become awkward. Because in our minds, we might be thinking thoughts about, oh, they're going to think I'm, I just want their money, or they're going to think I'm being pushy. They're going to think I'm not worth what I'm asking for. They're going to be insulted that I'm, you know, trying to sell to them in this conversation. I mean, these are crazy thoughts but they are self-centered thoughts because they're all about you. Those thoughts become palpable and they shift the emotion in you from confident and connected to fearful and anxious. And that shift changes the energy between you and your potential client. And that is And that's it, in a nutshell, the problem we face making offers. But what if it didn't have to be like that? I mean, what if you didn't have to make the offer all about you? Did I just blow your mind? I mean, you might be thinking, but the offer is my offer. It's about me. It's about what I want to sell them. And Grasshopper, that's the problem right there. You're trying to sell them on your offer. And I'm asking you to change your perspective on that, to try a different dance and see how that would work for you. So for our purposes today, I want to break the offer down into three components. We're going to dig into each one and just know that during your sales conversations, these three components you literally can cover in like 90 seconds. It can go pretty quickly. But the three components of a sales offer are what's included, the investment, and the ask. And those three things together are a complete offer. So the what's included component is all about your program. It's about your services, your products. You love to nerd out here because you most likely developed a kick-ass program, right? But wait, why are you offering it? to solve a specific problem for your client. So the program isn't about you, not in this situation. It's about them. 
if you present what's included from their perspective, it's about them. You don't want to give them a huge menu of all that is included. But what you want to do is reveal one piece at a time as it relates to how it takes them closer to their desired state, right? So in a sales conversation, you've got them, you know, over on the left where they are today, where they don't want to be. Over on the right is their desired state, where they're heading, what looks good, what they desire the most. And then there's that gap between. So what you want to do is paint a picture for them of what the future looks like and what the possibilities are as it relates to the components of your programs and what you can do to move them along. All right, let's talk about the second component, which is sharing the investment. Did you notice that I didn't call it a price? Truly, during this step, you're revealing the investment that your client will be making in their future. I want you to think about Ellen Pompeo again right here. She doesn't walk into NBC Universal and say, hey, lay down $20 million this year for me to show up, right? It's not about her. When she talks about why she's paid what she's paid, it's because of the value that NBC receives in having that program on the air. When you talk about price, what comes to mind for me is commodity, right? So if you're saying, well, my program price is this, it's almost like saying, well, the price of the car or the price of the furniture, the price of something you're purchasing, that immediately begins to lose value. Big difference between price and investment. When you talk about the investment, what you're doing is you're creating an image in the mind of the buyer, you're helping them think about this investment that they're going to make now as you begin to work together, and that will continue to pay back as they apply their new skills, their mindset, whatever it is you're transferring to them, how it will benefit them for now and for all time. Can you imagine if you became proficient at painting this comprehensive picture properly? how much easier it could be for your client to realize the full value of what you're offering them. Now, the third component of the offer is the ask. I review a lot of sales calls for training and coaching purposes with my clients. We go back, we listen, I give them pointers on what was going well, where they had opportunities to change the choreography of the conversation just a little bit. And sometimes it really amazes me how many times someone doesn't make an overt ask. I mean, I hear a lot of awkward silence. So they might say something like, okay, so the program is blah, 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 and it's six months and the price is X. So what do you think? And, you know, sometimes it works. But when you talk about it in this way, you're not really making an ask. I rarely hear a well-laid-out, specific call to action. And there's a big difference, big difference. A proper ask is more like an invitation to receive an amazing gift. 
If you could see me right now, you would see my hands together outstretched in front of me with palms up. It's a classic position of when you're offering a gift to somebody. When you're inviting someone to do business with you, you're extending an amazing gift towards them. Something precious that far exceeds the investment that they're going to make in it. You're going to be excited and in genuine belief that what you're offering will be life-changing for your client. A proper call to action is where you're holding that gift out and you're saying, based on everything I've heard from you, it seems that this is the only thing that really will get you where you want to go. Are you ready to get started? Let's go. So the energy of that is not convincing as much as it is stating with confidence that you understand everything that you've heard and that you're ready to be able to deliver something that is just so important to the person you're having this conversation with. It's a beautiful thing. So let me ask you this. As you heard the components of the offer and you think about your next sales conversation, can you again put yourself into that moment? Think about how you would feel and what type of energy you would be bringing into this pivotal moment of the conversation as you tie the value of your program to the deepest desires of your clients. When you discuss the investment in a more holistic manner, not just the value they're going to receive today or within the time frame of your program, but the comprehensive value over time. And finally, as you invite them to become a client, to receive what you have to offer, do you sense a different energy? One that's unique, one that's genuine and connected to the client? When your perspective or your mind is looking at making an offer like this completely from the buyer's perspective, it doesn't have to be anxiety-producing or awkward. The pivotal moment can become the one that you look forward to the most. I wish you so much success as you grow your business by making strong, confident offers. As always, I'm interested in hearing your thoughts on this subject and if there is anything that I can do to support your business growth or your personal growth, you let me know. Until we meet again, you go get them, girl. Hey there, lady. What are you doing? We need to get to know each other better. Come on over and visit me at www.unstoppablewomeninbusiness.com and check it out. I've got so much good stuff over there for you and I would love to get to know you better. So come on, come on over. Let's hang out.